Good. Uh, massive welcome to Market Martin Pickett, founder and CEO of uh, Edward Mann. Thank you for joining us, Martin. Yeah, thank you, Gordon, for inviting me. Um, so just um, for those those people listening who don't know your business, do you just want to um, sum up sum up your business, what you do, where your uh, geographies you, 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 um, your service, and um, a little bit about the journey? Yeah, sure. So, um, so yeah, I'm Martin Pickett. I'm co-founder of Edward Mann Group. Um, a specialist uh, accounting recruiter um, uh, and also founder of C Global Group, a specialist uh, procurement and supply chain uh, recruiter. Um, we have offices in Australia, uh, New York, uh, the UK. Um, and yeah, we've been operating for um, 10 years now. Um, um, so yeah, I think with regards to journey, so I, 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 I guess my journey started from a, quite an early age. Um, I think I was eight or nine, but I remember a story my uh, my mum told me about uh, a parent who approached her in in the car park um, to inform her that she owed me five pounds, um, and she could she sort of pass this on to me. Um, my mum quickly found out that I'd been offering repair services for uh, remote control cars um, at break time, um, and she was just just paying her son's bill, but. Um, but yeah, I had lots of sort of side hustles at school and um, I guess my entrepreneurial spirit was sparked from a young age. And I just loved the buzz of selling and, and business. Um, so I, I left school I thought, at 18. I thought you were going to say uh, eight and eight, the age of 89, I decided I want to be a recruiter. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if only, if only. <laughs> um, but yeah, I left school at 18 and, and, and I learned a lot from the University of Life. Um, I, I was never work shy, initially working uh, two jobs, uh, both day and, and night to sort of get ahead and, and earn good money. Um, and then I started working in recruitment and, you know, recruitment really sparked my passion and drive straight away. Um, what was I, it I about, really what, thought, sorry. What, what was it about the recruitment? What aspect of recruitment? Yeah, so I, I mean, to be honest, I, I, I registered with a recruitment business um, and, um, you know, to find to find work, um, you know, some more office sort of base work. Um, and they just saw something in me that thought, OK, you know, this 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 will be really, really good for you. And I think, you know, when I started working and speaking to candidates, speak to clients, doing meetings, you, you know, you had a bit of flexibility. It wasn't sort of set and rigid. Um, yeah, I just really enjoyed it quite early on. Um, and then I sort of moved on to a sort of larger sort of global recruiter, um, you know, which was great insight. I've worked with some great people. I was really fortunate, um, you know, to, to, to learn you know, the right way of doing things. Um, and then I guess my entrepreneurial spirit that lived in me from a, from a, a young age sort of kicked in again. Um, and I, I just wanted to do something different um, and, you know, make an impact. Um, so in 2010, um, Edward Mann was born in collaboration with uh, my co-founder, uh, Matthew Bryant. Um, why, why out, out of interest, why did you, because uh, I, I guess the eight-year-old eight in the school, school playground didn't have a business partner. What was, why did you, why did you go with a business partner? Yeah, good question. I say, uh, you know, we, we, we both worked together. We knew each other really well. Um, you know, I, I, I know that um, we, it was just a random conversation. I think we spoke about um, ambition and, and future, um, uh, you know, sort of the possibility of working together. Um, so, 
yeah it wasn't any sort of one sort of um but it was just a you know just a development of a of a comment or a or a discussion um and it felt like and then yeah and and it, and then it just eventually happened so um i i think it you know there's no there's no right or wrong way i i think having a, a business partner and look it's sometimes having a business partner is, is tougher than a marriage you know we, we really trust each other and we've never fallen out we've always um you know sort of supported each other we've had some you know difficult discussions and um and you know ways we want to do things but um but you know for us it's worked out really really well um and i you know we we we, we trust each other totally um which is really great um so um so yeah, so it was initially just the two of us. Um, sounds a bit like a James Kahn sort of story, um, but yeah, we had an office with no windows, like a cupboard. <laughs> um, and I remember Matt's mom actually brought us a, a good luck plant. And of course we had no windows, so um, <laughs> the plant quickly died. <laughs> uh, but, um, but yeah, we bootstrapped the business um, from day one and we had no external investment. We just sort of started building up the cash. Um, and I think we probably hired probably after about two years. Um, so we, we started just after the financial crash, yeah. um, you know, um, so, um, but it was a good time to start, you know, everything was building again, which was great. Um, and yeah, I suppose the rest is, is history and, and here we are. Why, what, out of interest, why? Because the, the core business was always on the finance and accountancy side. What, why the diversification? Yeah, so um, I think so. Probably about seven years in, um, or maybe sort of two or three years ago, um, you know, we've been together. We've done our own thing together in terms of um, uh, Edward Mann and accountancy, and we both decided we wanted to sort of have something uh, as a as a second interest ourselves. Um, so Matt sort of went into the direction and set up Gigabit with with IT. Um, and I did uh, see global with procurement and it just sort of, it just helped massively because I think sometimes you've been working together for seven or eight years. You pretty, you're, you're a lot more confident now in terms of, you know, what you've been doing and, um, and uh, the experience that you've gathered sort of uh, starting uh, a business. Um, but then it gave us an outlet to sort of maybe sometimes make our own decisions and, and do our own thing. And it, and it's, and again, it's just, just strengthened the relationship. It's, it's, worked really well you know he's got his thing i've got my thing and we've both got something that we're sort of building together and of course there's lots of cross sales so we're we, we you know we're we're um we're really um uh, sort of encouraging um each of the different teams to work together and to uh it's know. really yeah i mean i i, I you know we, we work with hundreds of recruitment agency leaders it's quite a sort of unique model but it's, it's it's really powerful from the outside just thinking actually if i'm going to enjoy the journey if we can have the best of our relationship as you say it is a bit similar to uh, similar to a marriage we will have an even stronger relationship if we have fulfilling interests that are that, that aren't in conflict yeah no i lo love it love it um good so let, can i get into you I, i'm really keen to get you on here because you've got some very strong philosophies and thoughts about uh, about how how business should be done and i'm really interested to to sort of unpack a few of those so so when it comes to running a business um a recruitment business what what are some of the things that you think that uh, underpin your success and your journey that you you just would not compromise 
Yeah, um, I think for us, our, our, our people, I mean, it seems an obvious one, but our people, our colleagues, our culture and our processes, I think they're, they're the three sort of main in ingredients. Um, um, you know, we're a people business, so, you know, we need great people to do that. Um, in our view, our sort of most important customer is our employee. <laughs> and, you know, if we look after our employees, they'll look after the clients and the candidates. Mm. Um, so, yeah, for sure, it's, it's people. And I think more recently, we've been really obsessive over our, um, our processes um, uh, and also our culture. I think that's sort of probably in the last sort of two or three years, um, actually sort of beginning of the pandemic, when we were able to sort of step back a little bit and have a bit more time to think, you know, where we go for the next sort of five or 10 years. Um, you know, we've really worked hard on, on detailing our, our journey for a candidate, our journey for a client um, and also a culture. But it takes time because you have to constantly communicate that and embed that. So once you, you put all that together, then the hard work begins in terms of sort of um, communicating and and just just obsessing over those processes that you put together. Um, so yeah, so, so that's the main thing for us. And certainly in the last sort of two or three years, we've almost trebled our our, our revenue. Uh, and I'm I'm pretty convinced. In addition to starting other locations, but I'm pretty convinced that a lot of that's down to our you know our structure and people knowing what they need to do and how to do it. And if anyone buys from, you know, New York or, or, or London or Sydney, um, you know, they always get the same experience. They always get a unified sort of model. Um, and I think that really helps to scale. Yeah. The, uh, so, so the culture, culture pieces uh, during COVID, lo lots of members and lots of businesses started thinking, right, what are we about? And, and, and I've loved, loved some of the stuff you've done. I'm interested in the, in the process one because you really have become quite process obsessed. Um, and, and I find process sexy, so I'm happy to talk about that all day long. But what, what triggered that one saying process, standards, clarity, expectations? Where did that come from? Yeah, so well, to be honest, you know, we 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 joined uh, the recruitment network in in uh, the pandemic, um, and I think you know a lot of us sort of you know working with, with TRN um, and um, sort of you know understanding a bit more. I mean, I think sometimes you, you know you think you know everything, but you don't. <laughs> uh, I think as much as you can glean from other uh, sources of information, and for us, you know, having that sort of um, that guide and that sort of um, uh, leadership, if you like, um, externally, because we, we don't have a boss, we don't have a, a, a you know, a, a manager or a, yeah. or a managing director. So you're having that sort of, and also being open to know that you, you're not, you, you can't do everything. <laughs> you're not, you're not the best at everything. You can only just improve all the time and become better. Um, so yeah, I think that's where it really sort of started and we really embraced it and, um, mm. uh, and sort of developed from there. Yeah. Um, it's in interesting. I was, I was, uh, interviewing on a panel very uh just before this call actually three 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 trn members who'd scaled very successfully from 20 through through 40 and beyond and uh all three of them are process obsessives just clarity about what we're about it just makes makes life easier um and the other thing you did a little bit differently martin actually whereas uh, a lot of people look across the atlantic and say we're going there first you you go straight the other side of the world you're in australia before the states, what, what, where did that come from? Yeah, so I just just 
just really fortunate that we 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 hired a, a, a consultant um, in in the UK in London. He was over from uh, originally from Melbourne, so he had a um, he, he was an Australian national. Um, and yeah, we we straight away we saw something you know really good in him in terms of you know the way he came across and you know um, yeah that sort of gut feeling. Um, obviously not always right, but um but you know he he he. he I think from that point, we actually thought this could be, you know, if he, if, if, if he turns out how we think he will, then, you know, we always knew he was going to go back at some point. Uh, we just, and we had that international um, ambition. We thought this could just work really well for us. And, and it did. And, and he became our, you know, our, our best bidding consultant in the UK. Um, went back to, um, uh, to Australia um, and, and set up uh, the Sydney office and, He's fantastic. He, you know, runs everything from start to finish. And, you know, I think, you know, just touching on our sort of, um, our, our sort of leadership, you know, when, when we give people the opportunity or we, or I would say land them in, in, in the deep end, but when you let people sort of just sort of get on with things and obviously we mentor and we, we support, but I think when you sort of trust people to do, um, or, to, or to run things, and you, you, you really actually see people grow and develop. Um, and you, you have more leaders in your team than you actually think. Sometimes, I think. Yeah, no, so that was totally opportunistic. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, fantastic. Um, just let's um, let's look back. So the journey you've been been on. Just remind me what year you set up. Uh, so twenty ten. Twenty ten. So we're 12, 12 years in now. Uh, what are the things that you would have done? Um, differently if you had your time again yeah so uh, so for me i think that the sort of so myself and matt were very much from a sort of perm permanent background right um uh, which is great because you know when you do a perm deal it hits the bottom line straight away um you know you've got no initial sort of um uh sort of cash flow demand um and you know it 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 it, it, it can it can you can go forward quite quickly um but I think when you start to growing a, a business and growing a team, I think the temporary side is so important. So in terms of what I would have done, because we've always had a good mix of sectors and clients and we don't have, you know, one or two eggs in one basket. We have lots of different eggs in different baskets. But, um, but, the, but the temporary side is something we would have I, I would have focused on a lot sooner. Uh, if not, you know, from day one, because then you have that sort of recurring revenue, you have that sort of those foundations, that stability. Mm. And then ideally you want a sort of mix of both really. Uh, and I think if you have that, then it gives you more confidence to hire people and quickly because you, you, you can forecast with. And interestingly, in, in, in the pandemic, the perm revenue fell, to, uh, fell off a cliff, um, but, the, but the temp revenue actually carried on. Um, yeah. So it was very telling certainly at that point that actually you know we need to focus a lot more on temp um you know which is one of our focuses now and we continue to build that yeah anything else anything else you would have done as, as, as a business leader differently um look, we you know we 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 hired wrongly a lot at the beginning um but i, I think that just comes down to experience and i and I, I really don't think if i was Telling, I mean, if I had the benefit of hindsight and knew our culture more and knew our processes yeah. more and things, I, I think we could probably have, have, have done better in that area. But I honestly believe that probably most people will fall into that sort of uh, uh, that category and, and do the same thing. And you, you, 
you know, you don't, you don't, you, you, you learn to walk by falling over. You don't just learn to walk by, you know, sort of, yeah. you, do you know what I mean? And it's that sort of situation that you, you have to sort of, uh, yeah, yeah it, learn it, from your mistakes and you'll yeah. make mistakes and that's absolutely fine. You need to, you need to make mistakes. You need to fail to, yeah. to, to you, do things differently. You're, you're absolutely right. And every one of us has gone through that. So if you don't screw up or <laughs> something you bring on board, then, um, you're, or if you claim not to have done, then uh, I think you're fibbing. So um, no, is it, you just got to go through it, haven't you? Okay. So when you when you look, uh, what do you think? I'm always interested in, in recruitment. What what do you think makes your business uh, different? I'm not into unique because I'm not sure there's too much uniqueness. But what, what makes it different? Yeah, I, I, if I was to, I, I think look, we, we all focus on client relationships, candidate relationships, you know, that speed of um, service um, and, you know, being professional. Um, so, you know, obviously we're all striving to do a lot of different things. I think for, for me personally, I'd probably look more internally in terms of what we try to do different. Uh, and, you know, we, we've got a really good stable team um, and, and we really try and look after our team. Um, so, you know, something... Uh, at the beginning, you sort of, um, we touched on you know, why I sort of, or why myself and Matthew started out, um, and I think we we wanted to do something different. And I think something we 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 we've done differently internally is that you know, for example, we have a a group holiday for everyone. Um, so when I worked in a large organisation of what fourteen or fifteen thousand people, um, literally from each office, it'd be one or two people of that one hundred that would go to Vegas, for example. I think they called it Reach for the Stars or whatever it might be. And, and it was purely on um, on merit, which is which is fine. But, you know, we have a commission scheme. And if you bill more, you earn more. So you do get recognised for, for being a top performer. Um, but we thought, especially being a, a smaller business, it'd be great to have everyone on holiday. Mm. Um, and we've done that, um, you know, for... For, for, for a while now. Um, we're going to Vegas in November. Uh, we just come back from IB for last year, went to Mallorca before the pandemic, and I'm not sure where we're going next, but, um, but you know, it, it just keeps people engaged because everyone's talking about the, the, the trip that's coming up. Um, and, it, and it's not cheap. It, you know, the, the, the Vegas is going to be quite expensive, but, but the value we get back from it and, mm. the, and the memories and, the, and the, the experiences that our employees and, and also, you know, uh, us as leaders will get from it will be immense. And mm. um, so I think that's probably the one thing that probably picks out that we, where we try to be different. Um, mm. I don't, I, I know I've, I've heard of some businesses that do it, but I, I don't know of it um, being that common, but uh, I might be wrong, but, but that's something where we try to be different. Yeah, I love it. Uh, so in, what you're most proud of? Uh, uh, our, our, our people, for, for sure. Um, it's the fun bit, isn't it? Yeah, and what what makes myself and Matt most, most proud is within our leader, every single leader started with us as a trainee. Um, mm. And if I look at our some leadership team now, which, you know, some have been with us for, you know, eight years, um, eight to nine years. Um, they started as trainees, they developed and, and grew and, and, and now they, they can run the business. Um, and, and not only do they run the business, but they have equity in the business. They, they have some ownership. Um, and I think, you know, I, again, you know, we at first were sort of thinking, okay, do we want to do this? But, because you want to control everything and keep everything sort of with it. But I, I, I can't stress enough, but, you know, 
investing in your people and 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 giving them some some proper form of equity not sort of you know options or um you know sort of um uh you know where they actually get proper equity in the business it, it's made them so so they started as trainees and now leaders and they actually now own part of the business yeah. so for us that's the, probably the, the proudest thing yeah and that's the uh, that's the funny that's the fun stuff you look back on isn't it yeah for sure um, okay and what's next in the uh, global domination? Yeah, so I think for us now, you know, our, our latest sort of um, office is, is New York, um, and we're actually incubating that from the UK at the moment. We'll go yeah. to land within the next sort of six to 12 months. Um, so I think for us now, it's really cementing, um, you know, our, our different locations, you know, growing the UK, um, uh, you know, really sort of developing uh, the US, um, and then also developing Australia. Australia's done fantastically well and, and growing really quickly. So, um, so for us, it's really just sort of, I, I, I think, you know, we've got enough going on now um, that we just want to sort of focus internally and give everything enough uh, attention. Yeah. Um, and just constantly sort of building that, 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 that leadership piece. Um, I think, I think what's great for us now and, and, you know, just, um, we probably, at the beginning, we wanted to control everything. Um, and we wanted to sort of, uh, you know, be, be doing everything and you, you just can't do that. Um, mm -hmm. and now we've built that sort of leadership team. I'm, I'm quite confident myself and Matt could just drop out the business for, for, for 12 months on a remote Island and come back and know that all our budgets have been hit. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and that's because we have a fantastic leadership team. So I think for us, it's just, just keep on developing, um, you know, looking at a few more sort of uh hires where we can sort of um have specialists in their field doing the right things at the right time um and just building a business not a lifestyle but an actual mm. business that you can step out at any time i think that's probably the um so you're yeah, not too many changes but just developing what yeah. we, what the foundations that we've already built no I, th I think it's been really exciting to watch your business in the last few years just really consolidate all the good stuff that you've you've always done but as you uh, with the international growth just to see that strengthen and and uh, and consolidate that has been brilliant i think it's re really exciting a couple of quick quick questions for you martin um if you had to send a message to martin pickett not the eight-year-old but the uh back in 2010 just about one thing you need to uh um one message for you setting out what would it be um gosh uh good question um i think for for me start sooner i think procrastination is a time thief um and i think anything we do in in life if you have an idea just there's a, a saying i've heard before is screw it just do it yeah. um and i think the sooner you can start because it takes time to build a business it, it doesn't happen in a year or two okay, okay for some people it does and and they're the really lucky ones but for 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 most people you just have to work and work and hard and you know i i can i can remember many things in the past certainly starting out um uh you know um the, the pitfalls but yeah but you know going, going back to the original question you know just start sooner just 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 do that uh, i did it at the age of maybe 30 one first team when we started yeah, yeah. If, I, if i'd done that at 25 then we would have been maybe 10 years ahead now not because i think as time goes on you, you that, that the three or four or five years starting sooner actually probably turn out to be 10 years of or mm. 10x of um of yeah really, really interesting so you could have been in that playground at the age of six <laughs> yeah. um 
Final question: Who who inspires you? you? I know you you look at the world. You're you're you've got a learning mindset. Yeah. Um, so, um, I suppose lots of different people inspire me at different stages as well. So I, I tend to sort of um, you know latch on to 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 a a, a a a person or you know significance or a leader. Um, Warren Buffett has been a, a great inspiration. He's his common sense and his his logic and obviously he's the great investor of all time. Um, so I think he's, um, um, you know, been a great, um, great sort of leader. Um, I, I've had lots of obstacles in my life, which I won't go into now, but, you know, um, lots of challenges and sort of having to overcome uh, sometimes my own doing as well. But uh, um, so, you know, you know, Nelson Mandela, where he sort of, it's mind blowing where he sort of came from and then became a came a leader of of, of South Africa. So uh, that's a, a, a truly inspiring one. Um, but more recently, I'd, I'd say um, Richard Branson. Um, I, I follow him a lot, and I, I, certainly in the last sort of two or three years, because he, he's not he's never been a, a, a specialist or an experienced person in the different businesses that he starts. Um, but he just got a really good uh, knack of finding and trusting people that are specialists in that business mm -hmm. and then realizing his vision. Um, and I think he, he completely trusts the people. Uh, again, he, he, well, he does step out of his business and, it, you know, he's running it from afar. <laughs> um, but, um, but yeah, so he, he, for me, is probably the, the one I, and the way he structures his business and, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think I think for him, he's uh, he's probably the most sort of uh, relevant one for us or for me personally at the moment. Love it. Martin, thank you. It's um, I absolutely love your business, your philosophy, and it's just been really exciting to watch it just grow and strengthen. So I'm very excited to see the next few years. Thanks for sharing your experiences and, uh, and joining us. And we'll see you Brilliant. again soon. Brilliant. Thank you for having us. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to share it on social media and don't forget to tag us.